And now to take a quick moment to introduce you to one of our charity partners here on Honestly, the wonderful Little Village, whose founder, Sophia Parker, I get to speak to on next week's episode on child poverty. Little Village is like a food bank, but for clothes, toys and equipment for babies and children up to the age of five. Shockingly, 95,000 children in this age group are living in absolute poverty, a situation that has sadly been exacerbated as a result of COVID-related unemployment and hardship. Though things are going to be tighter for everyone this year, if you were able to spread some Christmas spirit, Little Village has set up a voucher appeal so children don't have to miss out on Christmas. Head to littlevillagehq.org forward slash Christmas. Hi, I'm Clemmie Telford and it's time to get open and get honest. Each week, I interview a guest about a topic that we, as a society, often shy away from. From sex lives to salaries, life and death, religion and real bodies, no subject is off the table. Welcome to Honestly, the podcast. You might know our guest today as a professional basketball player, or maybe you watched him on Love Island. Ovi Soka joins me today to talk about the power of living authentically. His warm and wise character made this episode an absolute joy to record. We discuss how to preserve yourself in a world full of comparison, but also how important it is to trust your own journey. We had a few technical issues with this one insofar as Ovi was sitting on the wrong link for a while and he's a very busy man and we only had him for a window of time and by the time we got him over onto the right link we didn't have as long as we would have liked but because he's such a brilliant guest I feel that even though this episode is a little bit shorter than others it still packs a punch. So without further ado here he is. So the name of the game of this podcast is Honesty. On a scale of one to ten how confident are you? Eight. A solid eight all the time? Solid eight all the time. Good for you. Why not? No, why not? I mean, it, it, I think the quicker you sort of fall in love with you being a unique person, the more confident you'll naturally become. People lose confidence because you're constantly judging yourself up, you know, against other people. And you fall in love with yourself, you'll be a very confident person. Do you think you've always felt that way or you've had to refine that or you've just been fortunate and that you were grounded with a level of confidence that you managed to stick with? No, I definitely had to find that. I feel like it's something that is very rare to come across that level of confidence at a young age because your body's changing, so much is changing in your mind. You're almost finding yourself. And actually, it's funny because if I'd have met myself late teens, early 20s, it might have looked like I was at my most confident because you're fronting, aren't you? But confidence is so inside you. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And also you have to um, learn to find your own version of confidence, I think, because it, it looks very different for different people. But this is the thing, and this is the tricky part, I think, with social media and so many images sort of being pushed out as the confident image well now nah, confident comes in silence at times some people are outspoken and confident confidence has very many different faces I have crap days 100% but that's part of my journey I'm confident in my journey and my journey mm. doesn't mean that I'm not gonna have some low valleys and, and have some highs like that's all part of it life is cyclical do you know what I mean life moves in cycles everything in life the, the years move in cycles, the seasons move in cycles, women have cycles, babies are, it's, it's all a cycle. And good and bad times, it's a cycle. 
in COVID, we've learned that that cycle can be like reduced right down to the day, can't it? Oh, 100%. I had a cycle in, in lockdown. I went from a cycle of absolutely not doing anything and just sitting down, eating and, and binge watching Netflix, which I don't normally do, but I went through a cycle. And then I was like, all right, hold on. You've got to do something. You've got to get up. You've got to get some kind of routine. And I bounced back into a routine. It's a cycle. From a young age, we are almost... I don't want to say brainwashed because it sounds it sounds wild, but for lack of a better term, we're almost brainwashed into structure. Mm. You go to school at a certain time, you eat at a certain time, you drive in straight lines, you always drive within these lines, you live within a box, your house is really a box, it's a big box if you think about it. To do well, you can only do so well, but that just expands the size of your box. You're living in a mansion, okay, that's just mm. a bigger box really. Everything about life and society is put into regimented boxes but in those boxes people lose sense of individuality and now we're dealing with different issues now you're dealing with identity crisis and people who are really confused okay what about stuff that really is true to me what about certain things that I feel that are very different from this box that the society that I've grown up in deems important or deems valuable what if I find my value in other ways am I now all of a sudden strange Am I weird? And now with social media, it's even more difficult to have your own way of thinking because now you'll almost be judged and people will point fingers at you online Mm. and say, oh, look at that weirdo, he's different. Well, no, that's just someone that's just being themselves and just thinking for themselves. All of us are are weirdos by society's standard. We're all flipping weirdos. But not even by society standard. It's brilliant that everybody's weird, isn't it? And like, the sooner you get comfortable with that. That's the norm. That should be the norm. That should be the norm. Off mic, we're about to touch on the social media thing. And I think we're circling around. It's something I've been thinking about in that 2020 has asked us each to like form our own opinions on stuff, whether that's health stuff, whether that's Black Lives Matter, whether it's how much we adhere to government guidelines. And the thing is, if you're constantly scrolling, there is no availability to think. So you're just like absorbing everyone else's thoughts. Zero. Zero ability to think for yourself and and think pure thoughts. Mm. I mean, because when you're taking in all of this information, you're almost backed into a corner. But what we all have is intuition and we all know right and wrong. When we're young kids, when we're if you look at little children, they get an idea of what's right or wrong. And that should be sort of the morals and some of the principles that we live by, but we by no means need to have the exact same thoughts and no, no, no. That's, that's so true because the, the one thing that stops intuition is the second guessing yourself and thinking should I write this because x y and z might think that and then once you dilute yourself you end up like not being true to anyone you are, you're a shell of yourself mm-hmm. it now becomes very easy to lose sight of the goal because your goals have been so much impacted by others opinions and what is deemed successful, what is deemed to be a happy marriage, what is deemed to be a happy life. Now, all of your truest beliefs and wants and needs have all been filtered through that. So now you're stuck. And whether you're doing well or not, you're not achieving anything that really gives you fulfillment or speaks to who you were as a child, your truest self. It's it's really huge. I'm a mother of three and yeah. my, my two-year-old daughter and I walked in the other day and she's like, mummy, dance with me. And I danced with her and I was just like, 
why does that feel so bold? Why? Do you understand? Do you see <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, kids, it's a weird thing, the school system. You need education. I'm all for it. But you need to be taught more about how to learn in your way. You need to be taught more about self, the value of self, and that we can, in fact, function as a society with everyone bringing what they bring to the table. But you can't paint everyone with a broad brush and say, whoever didn't do well on these, you're silly. And the ones who did well, you're what we need. Like, no, even the ones who do well, they all bring very different stuff to the table. Mm. You could have the, the same result almost, but the way it's packaged is different for every single human on the planet. No two people can package something the exact same. No. And, and I feel like we're missing out on a lot of greatness. We're missing out on a lot of special abilities that people have because of this way of thinking and because of this this idea that's sort of built into all of us and i'm just wondering how we get that is it because if you show up as your true self you've got to be really comfortable with the fact that some people won't like you or that not everyone's going to like you the nature of the beast is that people who are living to them true selves they'll be inspired by it and they would encourage it, I think. Not necessarily, they don't always have to exactly agree or exactly believe the same thing, but there'll be something inspiring about seeing someone else that's living to them, mm. their true self. But people who are struggling and, and fighting to fit into a box, it can, it can be intimidating for them, which is where yes. you'll see people almost attack that whole notion of people really being themselves and they'll really go after it because... Ultimately, if you're fighting an internal battle and you're struggling to fit into this box and and you're you're doing it, it's by no means fulfilling for you. It's not leaving you the happiest, but you are mm. you're fighting hard to do it and to keep up, and you are keeping up. Someone else living as themselves, it almost devalues all of that work. And it's like, well, I'm able to be happy in my own way, like, and I don't need any of those things that you deem to be the marking point because it's different for all of us and I'm happy this way mm. do you know what I mean so people might turn a nose up at that idea they'll see you as weird this that or the other but ultimately it reminds them that okay well you're not you're not being true to yourself regardless mm. of whether they voice it and or that they know it's something you can see and you'll know if you're not being true to yourself it's, it's a weird one so interesting because I mean, this might not be related, but I gave up drinking a year ago because it was, I just felt that it wasn't enabling me to be the best version of myself. And the, the only people that have an issue with my drinking is when that shines a light on them. You know, most people couldn't care less. And it's just like they niggle and they niggle. It's like, well, it has no relation to you that I don't drink, yeah, but you can't fine. sit with it. It's fine, but it will remind people of some of the battles that they're fighting. And mm. That's ultimate level. That's, that's what it does. That's what it does. When someone's always positive, always positive, da da da, and if a cynical person's to come around, they'll get their back. It'll get their backs up, mm. or it will just annoy them, or it will just bug them, just because it reminds them of of something that they're fighting against. Not that it really is even a battle, but ultimately we see stuff, and then we'll see ourselves reflected back through the situations in some mm. sense. We always filter situations through our own being, in a sense, if you know what I'm saying. Brene Brown talks about being vulnerable is the most courageous thing you can do. By far. Once you unlock that, so every time that you feel like your shell's off, that means you're headed to the right place. 
because now it means that you're taking the leap of faith to be yourself and to be oneself in a lot of senses for all of us as individuals is somewhere that's never been gone before. It's an untrodden path because it's yours. It's yours. So to go in, to delve into the unknown, it's like we all crave stability and some of our human nature that just craves safety see safety in what everyone's doing, but that's not necessarily fulfilling in a lot of ways. And it won't, it won't allow us to be happy and to really live life the way we're supposed to live it. And it won't allow us to give to this world really what we're able to give and to make it the best place it can be before we leave one day. This really giving me goosebumps. It's so it's so true because you like you follow the path of your parents a bit and then a bit your friends and then the people you meet through your career and like your partner or whatever, but the only one true constant is yourself. You're the you're the only true constant in all of those situations. You will always have to be living your journey and no one can tell you how to live your journey because there's never been one of you before history has shown us time and time again there's always a first there's always a first to have done this with history as proof how can we live by a standard of looking around us and not looking within us like it's just madness it's madness the interesting thing is this journey of trying to connect with yourself and self-development the hard thing about that is once you start, you can't stop. Can't you know, stop you... it. It's, it's a life journey, but the thing is, it's the most fulfilling life journey you'll ever go on. Everything we do in life to a certain degree is we crave acceptance. The only way we mm. can truly be accepted is to be ourselves and to go on this journey of seeking self. Because before you start to embark on this journey of seeking self, before you accept yourself, you can never be accepted. And that's something we all want. But the most fulfilling thing about being accepted is being accepted for who you really are, who you truly are to your core. And that's why my whole thing around even the whole book and stuff, my whole thing around it is to get people to understand that. Because I touch on some of my journeys and some of the areas where I haven't been true to self. The more you go on that journey, it's almost like the more it empowers you, the more you believe in yourself and the more you're like, well, hold on. The juice is worth the squeeze, but the earlier you can get on that journey of sort of self and loving oneself and understanding the power in your uniqueness, the faster we can get on that journey. So what was the tipping point when you feel like you started on this journey or moments when you feel like you haven't been true to yourself? The tipping point for me or a big, big point for me was I almost got kicked out of secondary school last year. I got suspended, tried to pull off a heist on the boys' locker rooms. Bad idea. Got caught, suspended for 30 days, and I almost lost my basketball career at that point because my parents weren't into letting me go out to the States or not being able to trust me, and rightly so. I'm behaving like something I'm not, and something else that I truly do love and I really do want to pursue and a passion of mine that I would love to follow has now been put in jeopardy. It's very clear. It's easy to see, okay, you messed up like this, so you can't do your basketball. It, and and for everyone, it's not always quite as simple. It's not always quite as black and white. But ultimately, I was like, okay, if I do get this chance to go out to the States, I don't know how it's going to happen, but if by some miracle it does end up happening, I'm never going to act out of who I am again. Like It's just... 
it's just not worth it. So did you join the dots to that yourself? That became really obvious or only as you've reflected? It, it, it became obvious, but it was something I think that subconsciously happened. It was almost like, well, something has to change. I can no longer do things that don't sit right with my spirit, with who I am to my core and things that just don't benefit my personal growth there was nothing nothing cool about almost getting kicked out there was nothing nothing mm. beneficial about it and once I got out to the states it was almost like a breath of fresh air I got out there and it was almost like I, I could start from scratch mm. it's like I, I had this change of scenery it was like all right no one has expectations of me or no one has any idea of who I'm supposed to be so I can just be myself and it's worked out ever since. There's been bumps in the road and there's been mm. times where I've almost gotten away from it at times. But then every time I have crept away or gone off sort of the line of my own journey, something's always happened where it's like, ah, you see? Here you go. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's just proof. Like, just, just, just trust yourself. It's so mad how that happens when you're like, mm, I think this might not be quite right. And then it's like slaps you and... It slaps you in the face, that oh yeah. So some might argue that Love Island wasn't an obvious choice. No. If you're looking for self-development, yeah. how did you put Love Island in that lens? Oh, oh, Love Island was something that it was uh, my brother's idea. He first suggested it. And at the point when he suggested it, I didn't know much about Love Island. I didn't know quite mm. how big it was over here. I'd always been overseas. And when I did come back in the summertime, I always heard about it, like, yeah. I, heard, I would hear people talking about it, but I never watched it. I hardly watched TV, period. Because when I was back, I wanted to catch up with mates, I wanted to go out. So a part of me is really grateful because the whole experience was really genuine for me. But what that whole decision came down to, really, was once just stepping out of the box. I felt like I was at a place, especially in my basketball career, I'd come off a year that wasn't the best year I went into that year extremely motivated I put in so much work and I hardly took a break to this day I haven't looked at it and I don't no. I don't feel the need or I don't want to do you know what I mean because I had a very genuine experience in it that was it was a fun journey I mean also I'll never forget and now that, mm. that is that's the beauty of it for me yeah any chapter of your life you can have that will be in your memory forever that's Always going to be a good thing. I was chatting to Amber the other day and I said, the maddest thing for me when I sort of understood like, all right, they must work magic or they do something in the editing room was on finals night, they show like a little montage on the screen when we're all sort of standing around the fire pit. And when I looked at it, I was like, man, they really whipped this thing up. I was like, because obviously in real time, there's no music, there's none of that. <laughs> It's just us lot in there, you know, having our conversations yeah. and chatting about stuff. So the emotional push of of the effects and stuff, I was like, I was blown away. I was like, <laughs> and that was the first and the last time I saw it, besides like clips on Instagram or that was the first and last time I saw an actual clip of the show. And I was like, bloody hell, like that's that's. That's crazy. That's so weird for me trying to sit with it, that it was your lived experience. And you know what? That all comes back to the social media thing. We know even someone who doesn't put loads of filters on, we're all editing in terms of what you choose to put up. 
Oh yeah, and, and that's another thing. You know, I, I try to, especially with my social media, I, I try to be as transparent as I can, and I just try to be someone who who puts something positive out there. I'm not by any means ever going to try and sell anyone a specific image of perfection. Like mm-hmm. people need to understand the perfection in who they are. Like that's where you're going to find it. Yeah. It's such a weird thing. If your job is at all tied to social media, as both of ours are, the happier I am, the less time I'm on the internet. And so it's, it's really hard because I'm like, well, I do need to go on because it's work, but I have like my phone. So it locks down at nine o'clock. I delete Instagram at the weekend, etc., etc. And yeah. Because you're spending more time with self. You're spending more time yeah. in the moment. You're spending more time in your life, which is, mm. which is where you're, you're ultimately going to find fulfillment. If every two seconds, an image of someone that you should be competing against, or, oh, man, do I have to look like that? We all deserve much more than that. And you really have to, I've been really aware, when I do delete Instagram, of when I then go to do it and, and noting what I'm checking out of, like what is that loop, like what is that uncomfortable thought, that difficult conversation, that being bored, because that is the gap it begins to fill, isn't it? But then, like, that's the thing. It, it, it's just there's less distractions from spending time with yourself or with people <laughs> that you love or, or with things that actually really matter to you. You've been fooled into thinking this virtual stuff really, really matters to you. If something was to happen to someone immediately close to you, you would be broken. But you all of a sudden build this attachment to things that are so far from you and, and things that don't genuinely mean enough to who you truly are that now you've confused and you've blurred the line like Instagram and and social media and Twitter, all that has now become some sort of reality and yeah. it's taking you out of your own reality that you should be living. It's so mad. And yeah, we know it. But maybe we are only on a journey of truly, truly waking up to that. I'm sure both of us would say, I'm not slating social media. There's no, so, many, so much no. good to come from it. But it, you have to check yourself. There is. You just got to check yourself. Social media can be fun, but you should use it to enjoy it every once in a while. But, you know, don't compete against it. Forget that. So I'm going to ask you two more things. Number one, how do you think we could all live a more authentic life? What What is your, like, quick thoughts on how you achieve that? The first way I think we can live a more authentic life is clean up your surrounding energy. Watch the company you keep. If you're around negative people, if you're around cynical people, that type of stuff rubs off on you and it doesn't give you the confidence to step out of the box because that negative energy, you just don't want it to be aimed towards you. So the first step is, I think, be very, very conscious of the people you keep around you and be very conscious of their energy. Your energy matters and protecting the surrounding energy just as much. And that actually isn't a slight on the other people. That's I think we have to really accept is like we are just not good for each other's vibe. And actually, sometimes they come back into your life and you're like, yeah, we're we're in the same journey place now. Yeah, it works. It works. But you must put your health and well-being at the top of the list because you can only give what you have. And if you're not in a good place, how can you give good to those that you love, those that you care about? You can only give out positivity if that's what you have on the inside of you. It's very difficult to give that if you don't. 
wonder whether social media has tricked us into thinking that you need loads and loads of people in your life. Coming from me, trust me. Cut it back, cut it back. Life isn't necessarily about quantity, it's about quality. Mm. And, and it's better to have a smaller circle of deep relationships that you can really, truly invest in and you can more, put more into than to have a bunch of very vague relationships. Mm. They don't have much depth to them. And in tough times, you don't feel safe enough to open up to anyone. It's like, well, hold on. I thought I had all of these friends, but I can't confide in any of them or or, or find a safe space around any of them. Yeah, it's so true. Just do a proper big shout out for your book, because that's part of why you're here. Yeah, you are dope. It's all about the energy you can find in being yourself and just knowing that your superpower is who you are. I mean, you've really blown my mind today with the the reason it feels hard is because there's no one else doing it but you. It's just like, I've got it. I've understood it. And to go back to the name of the podcast, which is honestly, if you could have an honest conversation with one person, who would it be and what would you say? If I could have an honest conversation with one person, it would probably be Denzel Washington. Good one. What would you say to him? And I would just ask him, What's it like? What's Can it you? like? What's it like being Denzel? I, I would just ask him about the the struggles behind his success and his journey, and and what the road's like. Being in a lot of senses a trailblazer, I think, in his craft. He's just one person I've always just I've really wanted to run into him one day. I was going to say, put it out to the universe. It, it'll come. It'll come when when you're ready to have that chat. That's yeah, the thing. yeah. Because I know it'll be an intense one, and I know I know he has a lot of wisdom. Do you know what I mean? I would just yeah. want to pick his brain, really. Well, let's hope the universe sorts that out for you. And it'll, thank it'll you. Thank you, um, you. No, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. I've been Chloe Telford, and this wonderful gentleman has been Ovi Soka, and this has been Honestly Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Please do rate, review, subscribe. And even better, tell your mates all about it. Thank you for listening to another episode of Honestly. If you enjoyed this episode, which I hope you did, you may be interested in a previous episode I recorded with Jules Von Hepp and Lucy Sheridan on comparison. Now, comparison sounds innocent enough, but in actual fact, it really can have a significant impact on the way we go about things and rarely for the better. And so because of that, I really do recommend a listen. I'd love to know your thoughts, so please do give me a rating or review and even better, hit the subscribe button. That way you'll get each week's episode delivered straight to you.